Welcome to the Fresh Fiction Podcast. My name is Danielle Jackson-Dresser. And I'm Gwen Reyes. This is the podcast where we talk about what we're reading, watching, and listening to. This week, we hear from you, our fabulous listeners. We answer your questions about making the podcast, gift-giving help, and much more. We're also going to go over our goals from last episode, set new ones, and share what's been bringing us comfort lately. This is a fun week. Yes, it's all about giving thanks because today is Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So how's it going? How's your vibe? What's your vibe this week? Oh man, my vibe is good. So, um, we, uh, Danielle knows this already because I had to postpone our recording a day. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I got boosted. I got my booster shot over the weekend. And so my arm is sore, but I'm full of, antibodies and protection (laughs) from a little bit, uh, more, um, I don't know, deltas and all kinds of strains that are coming at me. So I'm feeling very good and happy about that. Uh, so yeah, my, my vibe is great. What about yours? Very good. Um, so last, well, a couple of weeks ago, I may have mentioned this, but I got what is called, what are called pass pages. Mm-hmm. They're actually called first pass pages, but there's no second pass pages. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but basically what I got. So of for my book, that's coming out in July, the accidental pinup, it's literally the layout of your book. It's like what it looks like, what the final product will look like or something very close to it. Mm-hmm. So this is really your last chance <laughs> to find <laughs> any typos, any weird formatting issues, oh anything gosh. minor. So it's like, I can't like add a new chapter or like even a paragraph. Like this is like, this is it. if I have a word choice change, this is the time to make it. Or like, if I see like my, my biggest thing is instead of writing, except I write, I'll type excerpt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there are times where, you know, you don't, you know, like Microsoft editor doesn't get it, but then there are also times when like, and I'm not like knocking down my copy editor at all because she made my book make sense. So <laughs> it like made it so much better. Yep. Bless her. But like even your copy editor will miss it. Like I definitely found at least one instance of excerpt versus accept. Um, so I have gone through it for the most part, but I'm going to, I'm letting it sit for like a, a, about a week or so. And then I'm going to go through it again. Mm, um, great. My mom has volunteered her services to look through it. Yeah, she's adorable. Um, (laughs) So I think hopefully if there's anything left, we'll find it. And that's, and that's that. So I have to turn that in like right in the new year, like right after, like basically when you go back to the office, that's when Mm -hmm. my editor wants it sent back to her. So she'll top of the email. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yes, I mean, but it's fun. It's like, it's, it is fun going back and rereading it again. Um, yeah, are you sick of that book at this point? Like almost, but I, <laughs> I have left it alone for a while. So now, so I was like, reading, I was like, oh, this is fun. I like this. Aww. So yeah. And then I'm also working through the revisions for book two, but really this week, especially like I am kind of giving myself a break because it's Thanksgiving week. Yep. So, so yeah. So what is one good thing you've achieved over the last week or so? Oh man. Okay. So I'm going to say the one thing that I have achieved is I've actually done some pre-planning for Thursday. Um, you know, I, I really do love Thanksgiving. Normally when I would be in Texas, we would be having like starting on Friday, it'd be a whole big spiel of stores Mm -hmm. and plans and everything. And so like, we're doing a very small version of that here um, with my husband, but uh, yeah, I've just been trying to stay on a plan, plan out what I'm going to make so that I can just order my groceries and have Cliff pick them up on Wednesday. And like, Mm -hmm. just, yeah, that's my big achievement is just sort of being prepared for Thursday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? So I want to give a shout out to the boozy book broads, which is my YouTube chat show with Melanie Johnson and Angelina M Lopez, which is hosted by love sweet arrow on love sweet arrows, YouTube page. Yeah. I feel like I was like, I haven't given like a boozy book broads spiel in a while. So every third Friday of the month, we do a chat with this, it's the three of us. And then we invite on a fourth guest and we, and it, they usually have a new book out, mm-hmm. um, 
or something along those lines. And so we, and then we, and we just sit around and we chat and it started in the midst of the pandemic at the end of 29 or 2020, obviously 2020. And, um, and, and it was like having a night out, but staying mm-hmm. in and it's yep. been, it's been a lot of fun, you know? And, and I think, you know, there, there's definitely been some like virtual event fatigue, but we're going to keep doing it. I think we're, we're going to meet pretty soon and figure out what we want to do. We still want to do it in some way. We just yeah. need to figure out like the frequency and all of that. But anyway, this past Friday, so this was November 19th. So it, it's up and live and everything. You can go to Love Sweet Arrow's YouTube page. And, but we chatted with Denise Williams and mm-hmm. because her new book, um, how to fit or no, how to fail at flirting is the bush is the first book. The fastest way to fall just came out, came out earlier this month. And, and it's a really cool book. It's about a woman is she's a fat main fat black main character. She's mixed race, but she's half black, half white, I believe. And she, um, works for kind of like a, almost like a Buzzfeed or refinery 29 esque website. And there are these like fitness apps. And so she's going to do this fitness app. Mm -hmm. And, and so she kind of strikes up this conversation with her coach who just, so she doesn't know this, but he's actually the owner of the app and, you know, and and it's a little epistolary because they connect over text messages and emails and stuff like through this app, this this text app. And, and it really, you know, I mean, I think you hear fitness app and fat main character and it's like, from the beginning, she is like, I'm not doing this to lose weight. It's really about being healthy. And that Mm -hmm. runs that it was in the book in a way that did not, but it both didn't feel heavy handed, but it was also explained enough where it was believable. Yeah. And and it was, it was just, it was, she, she does such a great job. I really enjoyed her first book, which was her debut. And then the second book, it's one of those really cool things when you see an author go from their debut to their next book, and you can mm-hmm. just tell that she is growing as a writer. Um, and she's really great. Oh, this is another one of those situations where I should mention she does, we share a publisher, um, but I would have read her book anyway, because I think she's great. So, so yeah, so go check out. It was, and it was a really fun conversation. Like we had a lot of fun. It was very silly, but then we also did talk about not, I don't want to say serious. Cause we were still like giggling the whole mm-hmm. time, but it was like, we had like more poignant moments, if you will. And it was a lot of fun. And my mom was in the chat. So you can see her comment Aww. and stuff. Cause it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was, yeah. So I feel like we're both like doing good this week. Yeah. It's been a good week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's do the thing. Before we move into our listener topics, let's do the thing where I don't know if you like my mom used to make us do this at mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, where you have to go around and you have to say what you're grateful for. Um, my daughter actually, though, was the one. So I have something like, you know, serious or sentimental. My daughter likes for us to go around again and say something funny mm-hmm. um, like or that. unexpected. And then I thought because it's this podcast, we could also talk about what media or entertainment we're yes. grateful for, too. I love that. So do you want to go first? You want me sure. to go? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what I'm grateful for, I love this activity so much. So something serious, sentimental that I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. grateful for is, um, well, I am incredibly grateful that I had the opportunity to feel brave enough to pack up my life and move across yeah. the country to a new city where I have one friend and, uh, my husband and my dog, and yeah. it is turned into like the greatest thing that has happened to me since yeah. like the last 10 years. So I am incredibly grateful for my, mm-hmm. my move here um, to Seattle. That's awesome. Something funny and unexpected that I am also grateful for. I'm grateful for all of the silly dogs and pets that I have gotten <laughs> to know in my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> um, everybody's got fun personalities. And that's also been something really fun because like again, when I would be in Texas, I would take my dogs for walks and things, mm-hmm. but we never got to know the pets in the neighborhood because nobody ever stayed out that long. It was too yeah. long, but here, you know, lots of funny, silly dogs. And then the media entertainment that I'm most grateful for, um, I was going to say succession it's back. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think I'm going to go ahead and say something like, like, like Rick and Morty, or mm-hmm. Ted Lasso, um, because those are 
those are shows that no matter what I can watch at any time and feel so happy. And I'm grateful that we got new seasons of both of those this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't have a dog, but it really, if you're in a place where there are dog parks or Mm -hmm. just like a community where there are lots of people out. I mean, even now, like if we're out in our neighborhood and we see a dog, like we're like, Oh, it's a dog. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you just, you get to know people and you do, it's like a way to get to know people. So Mm -hmm. cool. Okay. So something serious or sentimental, um, is I am, I think, you know, this is the thing everyone says, but like, you know, you're grateful for your health and your family's health. Um, I'm especially grateful, you know, just because just this month, obviously like my, my seven-year-old can get vaccinated. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So that, that makes all of us feel better. Yep. <laughs> um, and then also like my literal dream job is happening. Yes. I'm going to be an author next year. It's going to be so, it's going to be amazing. It's going to so be so great. You. So yeah. Proud of you. Thank you. Um, something funny or unexpected. I don't think this really is either, but I'm going to say it anyway is mm. I found my pandemic hobby of watercolor painting (laughs) and that's all I do. I don't buy cards anymore. I paint them. So that's, yeah, I really have enjoyed doing that. And then the media and entertainment I'm most grateful for, I have to echo Ted Lasso. I mean, just what a joy. What a joy. Just such a joy. Um, And then also I was thinking about like what I talk about the most on this podcast. And I feel like Harlequin Desire romance novels come up all (laughs) the time. They're probably coming up later this episode. So uh, <laughs> we are not sponsored by Harlequin Desire, everybody. We not are yet. not, but maybe we should be. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, this really was the year probably in last year, 2020 and 2021. I was just like, this is what I have to read. If I'm in a reading rut, mm-hmm. it's what I turn to. And yeah. or it's like, if I just want to read something that I know I'm going to be able to finish, even if I, I'm going to say this is like kind of a caveat, but it's like, even if I don't particularly like the book, they Mm -hmm. are short enough and they're snappy enough that you're going to, even if you are like, what is going on here? You can still finish it because they're so short. They're just so good. But I really, I, I mean, I say all this, but I think it takes immense talent to do what these authors do with the real estate they have. It's, 50 to 60,000 words to give you an, like my book, I think is like, it's like right above 80,000. My second yeah. book is even longer. Like, I feel like I'm starting that trajectory of like just getting <laughs> longer. Is that a good thing? I don't know. I know. I was wondering when you're going to write your category. <laughs> you know what? I feel like, I mean, I feel like I need to like sign up for some workshops because I think it would be so fun, but yeah. I don't know if I know what to do. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I'm incredibly grateful for them. And we've been so you know, we've been so we've been able to talk to both Naima Simone and Reese Ryan, uh-huh. mostly because I'm just obsessed with them. Um, <laughs> that's why I was like, we're having them on. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Turns so, out they're great. <laughs> yeah. And they're both amazing. So yeah, go back and I'll put, I'm going to make a note to link to those show notes, to those shows, because that's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were both wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think, yeah. We have good things to yeah. be. I mean, we're incredibly and one more thing lucky. I want to say I'm grateful for is yeah. that you and I get started this show together. Yeah. We did that this year and I'm mm-hmm. really proud of us. So I'm very grateful to yeah. have you in my life and have the show in our lives um, yes. and get to know you better. So I love that. I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we're going to do the fun topic. Why everyone's here for us to answer your questions. Yeah. They're like, come on, we send in our yeah. questions, answer our questions. Y'all. Yeah. So I, I think for just because I did not, I did not, when I call put the call out for questions, I did not say, please indicate if you want to be identified or not. Mm, so yeah. for the sake of just keeping things fair, we won't identify people, but I think the people who are listening will know, like I, I kept the questions pretty much word for word, nice. how they were posed. So hopefully you will be able to identify. But I will say too, these questions are really great. And thank you to everyone who sent some in. (laughs) All right. So now we're getting into the listener topics. This is our first question from one of our anonymous listeners. Thank you so much for submitting. The question is, what is the best new to you author that you've read this year that you would recommend? Okay. Let's go first. Yes. So I have three I'm cheating, (laughs) Um, but whatever it's our show. It's fine. 
Yeah. We make the rules. Uh, Yeah. So the first one is Edie Kay and she wrote a historical romance called the boxer and the blacksmith. And I think it's set, it's not set in the Regency. I think it's set like either right after or right before. I will have to look this up. I should have done this earlier. But anyway, (laughs) the boxer and the blacksmith are obviously about a boxer and a blacksmith, but the boxer is a woman. I was wondering which one was a lady. Yeah. And, and this was one of those things where I was like, I did not know this was a thing, but there Mm -hmm. were women boxing rings kind of, I think, yeah, like Like in the, so I think this is right after the Regency. Um, but yeah, it was like, there were these women boxing rooms, but they were kind of salacious. Like they weren't always very athletic. They were literally Mm. like boxing topless and okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like an extension of like, you know, sexy boxing. Yeah. But in this book, this boxer, like she is an athlete. She's very dedicated to her craft. Like she wants to be the best. And she meets this blacksmith who, and he is a black man living in London and he has made his name for himself. Like he is kind of a, I don't want to say respected because he does have like things that he had. Obviously he's a black man in London. Um, he, he has to work through things, but he has like a dedicated clientele and their worlds kind of collide and they have to figure out how they clearly both like it, like from the start, it's like obvious they like each other. And it really isn't about the fact that they want to be together. Like they, they know that, but then it's like all kind of all these outside circumstances. And sometimes I really like that. I really like when it isn't just about these two people and like one of them has a hang up about something and they both do, but they are able to work through it. And, and it, it was really interesting. It was really cool. Um, she self-published it. The covers are really great. It's a series. So there are two out now. And then there's another one coming, I think in early 2022. So that's my first recommendation. And then my second is Kaya Alderson. She wrote Sisters in Arms. That This is a historical fiction novel set um, in or around World War II. And it was about an all black female regiment. And, the, and it was the only regiment that went to Europe and they actually were sorting the mail and it was kind of, but it was incredible what they did. Cause it would just be like John in France and they would like Ugh, read through John. the let. Yeah. And they would read through the letters and they would try to see like where it came from by the time it got overseas, like everything was like, you know, waterlogged and yeah. they couldn't tell exactly where it came from. And they would find, they would, they would find who it was supposed to go to. It was amazing. Um, and she created, there are two fictional characters that you really follow, but then there are lots of historical figures that come in and it was just, it was really wonderful. It was really well done, really well written, highly recommend. And then my third is now this really is cheating because I know who this author is. Her name is Bolu Babalola. She is kind of like an influencer, but she's also a writer on different TV shows. She's been on a ton of podcasts. Like she's just one of these really cool people that has really cool opinions. And she Mm -hmm. wrote a short story collection called love and color. And it's based on different like mythological love stories that have happened all over the world and throughout history. And she writes them from a decidedly, like most of the stories are from a black perspective, either black British or African perspective, but there are some other cultures thrown in there as well. And it's the, again, they're gorgeous. I could not pick a favorite one. Mm -hmm. Um, but really, really lovely. So those are my three recommendations. I love that. And I think an essay collection is always such a great way, similar to category romances. It's such Mm -hmm. a great way to get you back into reading Yeah, because it's short, it's engaging, Mm -hmm. um, you know, has a very quick start, middle and end. And so it's just, yeah, I love it. And I was going to say too, I think, I know Bolu Babalola has a full length novel coming out Mm -hmm. next year. And I believe Kaya Alderson also has another book coming out. So all of these authors have books that are coming in 2022 or early 2023. So love it. Yeah. So what about you? So I've got a trio as well. Um, so my first one is a new, as a new brand new author to me. I just met her two weeks ago at readers and readers at home. Um, Abby Collette who writes, um, she writes a little bit of everything, but mostly Mm -hmm. like cozy mysteries with like a little bit of suspense in them, but they're majority cozy. Um, the book, she just launched a new book or a new, a new cozy series called, um, 
books and something. But the first book in the series <laughs> is called Body and Soul Food. And it is about two fraternal twins who are separated at birth that reunite later and le- later as they get to be adults. One of them was adopted. One of them was uh, put into the foster system okay. and they open up a bookstore slash soul food restaurant. And of course, bodies are found and <laughs> they have to solve the crimes. Um, and she is just so funny, Danielle, like Abby I... Collette. Yeah, I, I I was so charmed by her interviewing her. Like I just I fell in love, and her her personality of mm-hmm. her real life personality is so ingrained into her books as well. So I like that sense that. of humor is really there. If you like, I'm I'm I've been really getting into cozies recently, and mm-hmm. so this was like a nice intro cozy for me. And this is the first of a series. You don't have to like. You can start with the, the two kids and go from there with Keaton and uh, Keaton and Cody. Or the two characters. Yeah, I mean, okay, it's called the series Books and Biscuits. Books like, and Biscuits. I was like, it. Books and something. <laughs> she, yeah, she also has another, the series I know her for, I have not read them, but now I'm mm-hmm. going to, is it's like an ice cream parlor series. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cute. Oh my yeah. gosh. I'm Super so, cute. I'm so glad you mentioned her because I've been wanting to read yeah, her. Yeah. I really, it was <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah. It was so funny, like interviewing her. Cause I was like sitting there the whole time. I'm like, Oh, Danielle would love this author. Yeah. Like well, she's see, just so fun. I really want, I really want to get into cozy mysteries, mm-hmm. but there's, they're so white. Like they are. So <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, that was what was so funny. Cause like, as I was, as I was um, curate, our mom and I were curating the, each of the panels, readers and readers, mm-hmm. I was like, we have to have authors of color. Like yeah, there are, there are black authors who write mystery novels. Like yes. they are there and we have to have them on our panels. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so glad. Yeah. I've interviewed her for the blog for the mm-hmm. fresh fiction blog and she's lovely. Yeah. She's yeah. lovely. She's great. So I highly recommend that. Um, I also, I know that she's been around forever, um, but Olivia Date is still newer to okay. me. I've, yeah. I've known her on the other side as, as like a critic and, and seeing her face at reader at, not reader, mm-hmm. at RWA for years, but yeah. um, finally getting into Olivia Date. And okay. then another one that I really liked was from earlier this summer was Presley Williams, who wrote Low Country Bride. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the, also a, far, a start of a new series for her. I think that that was like her first book. Um so, uh, but she's another one that's just such a love. She's so lovely in person to interview. Mm-hmm. And then like, I just fell in love with her book as well. So I look forward to seeing more books from all three of these authors in 2022. Yeah. Those are great recommendations. Mm-hmm. Okay. So our next question is, so this is very specific. This person should know mm-hmm. that this is what it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's what books would you recommend for the holidays and specifically looking for YA recommendations for a friend, a cookbook for my cousin, a historical for my mom and suspense slash mystery for my dad. Love it. Okay. Okay. So I think for your YA recommendations, you can never go wrong with like a beautiful collection of something mm. there. Um, I was just at Costco the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I basically lived there and um, they had some beautiful full collections of like Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe or the Hunger yeah. Games. Um, I'm not going to recommend Harry Potter, but uh <laughs> But um, Percy Jackson series. So it's like a great opportunity right now to finish a collection or to get one of those really beautiful omnibuses for your um, for your young adult reader. I think that that is a great, especially if it's something that they may not have been interested in before. Mm -hmm. Get the full set and they're all beautiful and at least looks really nice on your shelf too. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Uh, Yeah, a cookbook. That is always tricky, but I um, I really fell in love with the Smitten Kitchen. I think that that book cookbook is wonderful, has really, really mm-hmm. translatable, easy recipes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have recommended Half-Baked Harvest, but again, as we just said, uh, it's a little white. I feel like her, <laughs> her recipes are a little white. Um, yeah. And uh, historical for my mom. Uh, oh, I don't know. I think Lauren Willick. I mean, I know we're going to mention her a little oh, bit yeah. later, but mm-hmm. I think that she's always such a great beautiful storyteller. So I think yeah. anything with Lauren Willig, um, you cannot go wrong with her. And then suspense and mystery for my dad. Um, I'm sure David Baldacci has a new book out and I love him because <laughs> he promotes literacy at all times. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go with David Baldacci for my dad. 
<laughs> yeah, he, I'm sure if he doesn't have a new book out, that would be weird. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for mine, I have a my YA recommendation is a new book called Happily Ever Afters by Elise Bryant. And this is about, it's about a 16 year old girl who reads romance novels. She's obsessed with them and she wants to write one. And she's been like trying to write one. And I, I believe there's, there's like a writing contest. I read this a while. I had a review copy of it. So I read this a while ago. Um, but yeah. And so, and it, and it's just, it was just such a cute, it reminded me of like, when I was actually like a teenager and like reading books and it was like the book, I was like, mm-hmm. I wish I, I had this book when I was 16. Like it was yep. just, it was so, it was just perfect and really nice. And the cover is really bright and beautiful. Like, I think it would be a really nice gift book. Um, cookbook. I want to recommend simply Julia by Julia Tertian. Julia Tertian is someone I did not really know much about her until I started just hearing her I'm like, it was like one of those things where you like all of a sudden, like someone just shows up on every one of your uh-huh. podcasts. Yep. Like she was on NPR. She was on forever 35. She was on like, she was, I think she was on, she was just on like every time I turn on a podcast, like just someone there. was talking to Julia Tertian and she's great. And her book is a really about making like simple, healthy food, but that isn't like low fat, low sodium, whatever. Mm. It's like using the food, how it is already and making just like very, I think she uses the word nourishing a lot, like nourishing food. I like that. everything I've made from it is amazing. And it's, Ooh. and they are, they're easy. It's not like 37 steps. that's going to take you all day. Like yeah. it's simple, straightforward, really good. Very much. I think in this, a similar vein to Smitten Kitchen, like they mm-hmm. are very, they're of the same ilk, but I really liked it. My favorite fact about Simply Julia though, if you Google the cover, you'll see like the font is like handwriting. That's actually her handwriting. Oh, cool! They did not create, she mentioned this on one of the podcasts I listened to. She did not create, they did not create a font out of her handwriting. She went through and wrote like everything. Wow. You see like all the chapter headings. Mm-hmm. I think all of the recipe headings are, or titles are her handwriting. And she just wrote everything like 45 mm-hmm. times and they picked one, you know, like out of all of it. So I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, that's incredible. She also like randomly decided to start working on a farm in upstate New York. She's like in the middle of having (laughs) this successful like cookbook career. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to work on this organic farm. Um, She's a really awesome social media follow. She's really on Instagram. I'm just like, I want to go to this farm. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And then so for a historical. So I didn't know if you wanted historical fiction or if you wanted like historical romance. So I have one of each. Love it. The first one is the Cat Holloway Mystery Series by Jennifer Ashley. The first book is called Death Below Stairs. It follows a young, young-ish cook named Cat Holloway. She works in a grand, you know, like London estate and she's the cook, but she gets embroiled in these mysteries. Of course. Um, and they're really good. Like they're really nice. And, and it's one of those books that like made me think like, oh, maybe British cooking isn't terrible. <laughs> um, maybe it's delicious. At least it is in this book. Mm. So there's that. And then the other one from this year is Bombshell by Sarah McLean. It's very, it's fun. It's about a Victorian girl gang who's taking down the aristocracy and the patriarchy together. Um, They're really cool. And they all fall in love at some point. So that's the first book in a new series. And then for suspense or mystery. Okay. I have a story about this book Mm -hmm. that I'm going to recommend. And cause it's yeah, a mystery for my dad. So this is a book series that I recommended to my dad and it's a, it's a romantic suspense. But my dad is like, he's read every John Grisham novel. He loves like James Patterson. He's really into like Jack Reacher and Alex Cross, all of those. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I read this book called Every Last Breath by Juno Rushton. And it's the first in the final hour series. And I all three, there are three books in it. All three are out. But I read this book and I was like, oh my God, my dad would love this. My like, it's just, he would, it's everything he wants plus sex scenes. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We yeah. don't talk about it. Cause it's my dad, <laughs> but he read like, I was like, dad, trust me. No, you need, you should read this. Like this is right up your alley. The author Juno Rushton was, was in the military. So she like, 
Oh, yeah. Knows what's in there's like a military aspect to the plot. Like she knows what she's talking about. Like she literally did this. And he was like, yeah, this is really good. And he loved all of them. So from one dad to another, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the final hour series by Juno Rushton. I love that. Dad approved. (laughs) Yes. Dad approved. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So our next question is, I have so many really nice coffee table style books, girl, Sam. And only so many open coffee tables and obviously bookshelves. <laughs> Do you have any suggestions on other ways to display or store them? Danielle? Yeah. So my idea is because I do this yeah. is I have like a nice cookbook stand and, you know, it's like for your cookbook and it, and it's wide and you can like open your cookbook so you can mm-hmm. read the recipe while you're cooking. But for, I don't use a cookbook every time I cook. So this okay. stand is just on my counter and I used to just rotate cookbooks and stuff, but now I do use like our coffee table books and I will like put that in it. And it just, yeah, it's like a nice way to display these nice, like Mm -hmm. a a nice book, but then it it also just, it like gets people talking. They're like, Oh, I've never seen this book before. Mm -hmm. Or, or like, Oh, I love the Obama book. Like the Obama book is always out, you know? (laughs) And then what actually re like, I think, was it last year, last year, Vanity Fair put like they, they had the, the artist who did Michelle Obama's portrait yeah did a portrait of Brianna Taylor. And so Brianna Taylor just like lives in our kitchen now. Like she's just that. always on our cookbook stand and it, cause it's, at, it's, yeah, it's a beautiful cover mm-hmm. of a magazine. And it's like, I mean, my vanity fair subscription has since run out, but that is still there. Um, and yeah, and I was like, until something happens, Brianna Taylor's living in our kitchen and you know, my husband and my daughter, like, we're all like, yeah, she deserves to be there. So absolutely. All right. Next question. What's your favorite part of working on a podcast? Oh man. Um, I think it is having someone having like an outlet where like you and I can get together and talk about like wild, crazy stuff and like cool media that we're enjoying and just like building, I don't know, Mm -hmm. I'm, it's going to sound cheesy, but I'm saying building a friendship and relationship with you is probably like my favorite part of doing it. I agree. I mean, that's basically what I put working with Gwen. (laughs) (laughs) But then also I will say, I really have enjoyed some of our deep dives because one, it's cool to see when we do think about things differently. A lot of the times we come at it from the same place, but every so often we will think like, we'll both do something wildly different. And that's very exciting. I have to say, I think about our witch episode, like, once a week, maybe it was so more much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. And I just, I really enjoyed it. And then, yeah. And then talking with Lana Harper, like I think about that all the time. Yeah. We'll have to do <laughs> witches 2.0 in 2022. We will. We'll have to. Yeah, new witches. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick short break and then we'll be right back with more questions from you guys. All right. Welcome back everyone. We're going to just jump right in with more questions. More questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, since it is the holiday season, yeah. depending on, you know, I don't actually, have we even talked about this, Danielle? When does the official holiday season start for you? I mean, I'm quite frankly, assaulted with the holiday from mm-hmm. like September 24th or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So it's just, it's like, we can't really get away from it. I mean, it really is. I mean, did I tell this story on this podcast where I was like, literally my daughter and I on Halloween, like, cause it was a Sunday <laughs> mm-hmm. went to Kohl's. Cause I was like, I can't remember what I needed. I was like, no, we're going to Kohl's. Kohl's will have what I need. And it was like a sweater or something, mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. I did not need it. I just wanted it. So anyway, but we walk in on Halloween pre trick or treating and their like greenery was already like that's, hanging above the doorway. And I was insane. like, no, this is, it's literally Halloween. Like, please stop it. It's like, wait till tomorrow. You guys just wait yeah. one day. Yeah. But then again, too, I think I started reading Christmas books in like July because that's when review well, that's when they come, come out. out. Yeah, yeah. They come out in what, in like mid to late September now. Mm-hmm. So I've been reading Christmas books literally. I, I mean, I had Christmas in July for the forthcoming Christmas books. So <laughs> it's wild. Yep. Anyway, super wild. Okay. Well, is uh, speaking of that, how will the holiday shopping be different this year versus last year? 
There are, I mean, there are a number of ways. The first one is I can actually go to stores. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I'm not like scared to go into a store this year. Um, I mean, I still am, but I'm doing it. But then for me personally, I have two different things that I'm trying. I'm trying to pare down down on how much I spend this year. And mm-hmm. and we've just been kind of upfront with like everyone who we exchange gifts with, and especially like our families. We're just like, you know what? We really are just, we're going to exchange gifts. Like, don't get us wrong. But also like, there's just, we have, I think maybe being at home so much, you realize how much stuff you, stuff have. you have. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. Um, so yeah, so that's really a big holiday shopping specifically is like, we're really watching our spending and trying to be super thoughtful Yeah. Um, about who we're buying for and mm-hmm. what we're getting them and making sure it's something they actually want or need but still making it special. Um, so that's that. And then the other thing is I'm really trying hard to buy local a lot this year. Um, and that goes hand in hand with actually going into stores and stuff. So, so yeah, so we've been visiting lots of like the local businesses. We're really lucky when where we live in the Western suburbs of Chicago, there are lots of like little like main street downtowns. They all have cute little boutiques and shops. Um, so, so that is, that's really what I'm doing this year. Yeah. What about you? Um, so I'm actually a little bit of the opposite. I'm doing a lot more online shopping, Mm. um, than I usually would do. Uh, and I, um, I don't know. I've been, I've been trying to think of things that I want to get for people. Like that's another thing that I've Mm. been, what you said of thoughtfulness and trying to be more thoughtful and being more specific about what the gift should be for people. Cause I'm not gift giving is not my love language, but I understand that it is (laughs) often many other people's love language. So I'm constantly like trying to keep, um, keep that in the back of my head Mm -hmm. because normally I would just be like, I don't like gifts. I don't want to deal with this. This is too much. Like gifts always have some sort of like thing that's involved with them. Um, but, uh, yeah, just trying to get it all back to my planning of Thanksgiving, just trying to plan it and have it all here before, before the holidays. Totally. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Okay. This is a fun question, Mm -hmm. but it's what movies are you all looking forward to? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, okay. So one of my movies that I'm most looking forward to is I am cheating because I just saw it. Uh, but I really loved King Richard. On... I'm so excited to hear this. I, we have not watched it. We're going to watch it this week. <laughs> I really, really loved it. Um, yeah. I thought Will Smith's performance was so good. and so just captivating. Um, mm-hmm. I have a really hard time with like overbearing parents in con in like any yeah. sort of media. So mm-hmm. like there were parts where I was just like screaming at him in my head, but mm-hmm. I also like had to keep telling myself and it's like more conversation has come up about it over the weekend, but I had to keep telling myself like Serena and Venus produced this movie. They're telling yeah. their father's story. This mm-hmm. is their story to tell. Cause I was like, why are you taking these two characters who are like, you know, like in a way they're almost like sidelining Venus and Serena because it's their dad's story, but they're yeah. so open about that where they're like, mm-hmm. this is my, we wanted to tell our dad's story. Yeah. So once I kind of got on board, I was like, yeah, it's so good. Performances awesome. are really great. He's amazing. He and um, the woman who played uh, their mom was so, they're both just so good. Awesome. Um, and then the other one I'm looking forward to is Tick, Tick, Boom. Also, mm-hmm. on, or that one's on Netflix. Uh, that's Lin-Manuel Miranda's mm-hmm. uh, directorial, I guess this is directorial debut. Kind of. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, based off the Jonathan Larson play, uh, um, he was the author of Rent. Mm-hmm. And it's all about like running out of it. <laughs> In typical Lin-Manuel fashion, because he loves how do you spend your time? How are you getting your time in? Like, it's got that same sort of thing of like what it takes to be a creative. So I like both of those. I'm very excited to see Tick, Tick, Boom. Both of those are on my list. Like, not the ones I'm going to talk about, but like the ones I've been like, you know, making Mm -hmm. a list of things to watch. So yeah, I think, yeah, we're going to watch King Richard, I think at some point over this, this long weekend, uh, cause it's, it's available right now on HBO. Mm -hmm. And so that'll be great. Um, okay. So my first one is house of Gucci because I just, I don't even know what to think (laughs) that the trailer I've watched the trailer 200 times. 
Like, honestly, it's so great. Um, I love Lady Gaga. I don't even know why. I just, I think she's amazing. She's, she's so great. over the top yep. in everything she does. Um, and it just, it looks great. I, no one's accents make any sense. They're all at different levels of how heavy these accents are. I like is what is Adam driver doing? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? It's so, so yeah, I can't wait. I really cannot wait for House of Gucci. And then also we, we talked about this with Susan, when we were talking about like our anticipated media earlier in the fall. And we were all like, we had no idea about this story yeah, and that it is based in fact, and that it's just, it's bonkers. I yep. can't wait. It's going to be great. Also, all of the photos at all of the premieres everywhere, they all look incredible. So what can we ask for? Um, I'm also looking forward to Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm really interested to see how they bring in the Spider-Verse and and everything. And, you know, the idea of all of the Spider-Men and all of their (laughs) villains. We know all the villains are going to be there. Obviously, all the other iterations of Peter Parker will be there, too. It'll be really interesting to see if they do bring in Miles Morales, which is, you know, the the new version Mm -hmm. of Spider-Man in the comics and both in the movie Into the Spider-Verse. So we will see. I think that'll be really fun. That's also, you know, I mean, Tom Holland, you know, he he does look like a child, but it's a reason it's a reason to watch his lip sync battle performance of Umbrella. So whenever you see him. So there's that. I'm looking forward to The Hating Game, which of course is based off of the romance novel of the same name. Um, this is, you know, I, it's it's interesting because I feel like The Hating Game movie deal was announced probably even before the Bridgerton deal was. And yeah. so it's really cool to like coming out of Bridgerton, like knowing that a romance novel can be taken or a romance novel series can be taken seriously. I'm like making quotes. Cause I'm, you know, you know what I mean? Like it can mm-hmm. be taken and it's given this huge budget and it can be done well. And I know the hating game had had some kind of stops and starts and it's also, they had to recast the lead and, and all that stuff, but the trailer looked really good. Like it looks great. I believe that comes out in December. So that'll be really fun. And then also just the trailer just dropped like a few, like a week ago of Mm -hmm. Downton Abbey, a new era. I, I love Downton Abbey. It's like my back. It's one of my background shows. Like I'll just turn it on. Um, And it looks like a lot of fun. I think I, I enjoyed the first movie. A lot of people were like, this is just like two and a half episodes of the show. And I was like, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what I want. I would be like, yeah. And the queen was coming. That's, that's the plot. (laughs) We would have spent a whole season on that if it wasn't a movie. Yeah. And I mean, just from the little bits you can glean from the trailer, like it's cool. They're going to France. Like, I mean, come on, it's going to be awesome. So yeah. I'm glad those, I'm glad those guys are still making our movies for us. Making making our stories. Thank you, Julian fellows. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, um, Today is since today is Thanksgiving. Uh, yes. We're all thinking about snacks. I hope you guys are shoving mashed potatoes in your face right now because that's what I, I would so. be doing. Um, what is your favorite holiday food and tradition? Okay, so my favorite food. I don't even think this really is a Thanksgiving food. <laughs> I think it's like I actually grew up having it more so on Easter than oh. on Thanksgiving, but it has now since become yeah. a Thanksgiving. It's an all holiday food, but it's corn pudding. This Love of it. course is just, you know, the, the cornbread and like cream corn and regular corn and sour cream and butter. It's very healthy Delicious. as you can, you can mm-hmm. hear. Um, <laughs> I could honestly just eat corn pudding. I could just, that's all I need. I mean, I could just eat it every day, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you would turn into a corn. But it's so good. And it's one of those things that like with our, my daughter is a very picky eater, mm-hmm. but we have been really working with her over the last year, like on trying new food and not being so scared of trying new food and whatever. Yeah. And she's doing really well. I'm very proud of her. Um, and, but this is one of those things, The like her whole life, we basically have been like, no, you would love this. 
Like it's so delicious. Yeah. It is exactly your food palette, like taste mm-hmm. palette. Like it's what you want to eat, but she's like, I don't like corn. And we're like, no, you do. You just pretend like you don't because for <laughs> some reason you don't. I know it sounds like I'm putting words in my daughter's mouth. I love it. I know all humans love corn. No, she (laughs) likes corn. She's just doing it. I don't know what point she's proving. It's very, it's an important thing for her to do in her life, (laughs) in her mind. Mm -hmm. But this year she's eating corn pudding. I'm very excited. Yeah. (laughs) She's going to love it. Yeah. She's going to love it. Um, And then my favorite holiday tradition, I'm just going to say for specifically for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is a holiday. We don't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's my favorite Thanksgiving tradition. I love it. Oh, you're like Thanksgiving's a holiday. We don't go anywhere. Okay. Is, okay. Uh, but like let that. me explain. We got married on November 9th. We went on our honeymoon and we oh, came back yeah. and everyone was like, what are we doing for Thanksgiving? And we were like, we just saw all of you. Mm-hmm, we don't mm-hmm. want to see any of you. We're not doing <laughs> anything for Thanksgiving. And since then we have just kept it. Yeah. And that's when, you know, It is important that that we take our daughter to, you know, so we make, that's why Christmas is such a big deal. Like we, and we will go to all of the places and, you know, this year we are traveling and then we will come back and we will make sure that everyone, you know, we do the other side of the family too, but it it is nice when you can just not have to pack up your whole life and like go somewhere on a holiday. Yeah. Also, it is very nice to get together and see people. I'm not like Mm -hmm. trying to knock anyone's traditions. This is just Thanksgiving, it's like, it's like what we all look forward to. Like We're just like, we're not going anywhere. We're just going to stay home and like stay in our pajamas and uh-huh. eat a ton of food. And, and that's what it is. Perfect. So like when I wear stretchy pants and eat carbs, sounds great. Yes. <laughs> so wonderful. <laughs> okay. So what about, what is your holiday, favorite holiday food and your favorite tradition? Okay. My favorite holiday food is similar to corn pudding. Mine mm. is chunky mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes so much. It's pretty much a forbidden food because if I'm allowed, if, if, if I made it all the time, I would just eat mashed potatoes all the time and I would turn into (laughs) a potato. Um, so, but I like it with like sour cream and cream Mm -hmm. cheese and butter and milk. And like, sometimes I'll throw a little Greek yogurt in there, just add Mm -hmm. a little tang. Mm -hmm. Like I want all the dairy. I want to have an upset stomach (laughs) for the rest of the day. Um, but I love mashed potatoes so, so much. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, that's my favorite go-to food. And then for my traditional Thanksgiving, I love, I, it's very important to me that I get to watch the dog show and the parade. The parade is like not as important, but the dog mm-hmm. show is crucial. <laughs> yeah. I have to watch the Westminster Kennel Club dog show. It has to, has to happen every year. And then I pretend that like the dogs I voted for actually matter. Like it's, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's always the yeah. ugly dog that wins. Right. It's always like re- that one. Okay. It's always like some sort of cushion dog. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Give it to the golden. <laughs> golden never wins. That's true. They don't. And they always look so great. Um, okay. Next question. How do you manage or organize eBooks, especially if they are on different platforms? Can we say <laughs> who's this question is from? Cause this yes. question, okay. This question is from Gwen's mom. Oh God. <laughs> We're calling her out. <laughs> and I, it's such like, a Sarah question. It's such a Sarah question too. <laughs> um, because I, she's very concerned about when you have multiple like accounts and, and uh-huh. different versions of books and things like that. So how do you manage this when it's impossible? Yeah. This is an impossible <laughs> question to answer. Um, although I do love a folder, but then once I put them in a folder, I lose it. Cause I don't ever know what I was labeling something with. <laughs> Right. No, I, I, this is what it says. I don't, it's chaos. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't even try. I know some people get really in, you know, I, I do have a Kindle and I know people who take their collections in their Kindles very seriously. And I just do not have Mm -mm. the patience. I just don't. And the other thing that, that I was thinking about that may be unique to, us. So like viewers, if you will, is that usually if we are sent something like we get it and then we read it almost immediately Yeah, it's very or pretty soon after, you know? And so I've got, I mean, I've gotten a lot better about not just like downloading things willy nilly, if you will. Mm. Like I try to just pay attention to what I am downloading and eat, but I was thinking even when I do buy a book, it's because I want to read it. 
Yeah. So I'm probably not going to let it sit so it doesn't get lost. But then, I mean, I could open my Kindle and it probably, if I did scroll a few pages back, I would be like, what are these books? What is happening here? (laughs) You know, I'm not one to pass up a good ebook deal. So yeah. Um, I just think you have to, you know, do some soul searching and figure out what makes the most. Cause I think once you start a system, you have to stick to it. You have to keep it. Yep. And at this point, I think the reason I don't go in and organize anything is because I know it would take me forever. It'd probably take me weeks to just figure out what exactly I'd want to do. So I just, I scroll through and sometimes it's kind of fun. You're like, Oh, what's this book? Oh, I'm going to read this. Sounds great. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read it, you know? So yeah, it's ebook roulette at that point. So we did not, sorry, Sarah, we didn't, sorry, we weren't helpful on that. I know my thing is, it's like (laughs) ebooks are very disposable and I just move on with my life. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of how it feels. Yeah. I'm like physical book. Oh, I put that on a shelf. It looks really nice. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) All right. Um, who do you, okay. Uh, who would you love to interview on the podcast or who was your favorite that we've had so far? Okay. So I thought about this a lot and I was like a dream guest would be someone like Beverly Jenkins Mm -hmm. or Brenda Jackson or Susan Elizabeth Phillips. Um, all authors who just like authors who have been around and have seen things. Yeah and could tell us stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they're just, they're amazing authors as well. Like definitely people who I consider influential over my own writing. Um, but then I was also thinking like, we have interviewed so many people that yeah. I'm like, you said yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. We're doing this. <laughs> um, you know, so I mentioned earlier, Naima Simone and Reese Ryan, but also like Alyssa Cole and Talia Hibbert and mm-hmm. Lauren Willig, who we also talked about earlier. Like these are all, these are awesome authors whose book, most of them I've read almost everything they've written. And then like, but then also like just different authors too, that who we like, you know, we knew they had books coming out and they, their, their interviews are just amazing. Like I think about like Ashley Audrain, who was one of our earlier oh, guests, she was like, so she good. was so good. And, you know, I, I mentioned the witches episode with Lana Harper, um, Vanessa Riley was so good. Like I we've loved been our really lucky with who we've interviewed. And I will say, I'm not gonna I'm not going to like spoil anything, but like we've started working on 2022 and Mm. we've got some amazing authors lined up. It's going to be so much fun. So yeah, I, I literally just like almost was like the people who I did not mention my name, like also awesome. We just had great, Mm. we've been, we've been really, I, you know, I'm going to say hashtag blessed. We've been so lucky with who we've been able to talk to. Um, uh, from a different angle. Yeah. yeah, Especially for our first year. Um, Mm. A different angle though, I think it would be really fun to include industry professionals. So like editors and agents, cover designers could be really really cool. cool. But then I was thinking too, like screenwriters, like an edit, like what does a film editor do? I Mm -hmm. don't know. What, what do you do? (laughs) It's so cool. Like, I think that'd be really awesome. So definitely some stuff to think about. Yeah, for sure. How about you? I have to agree. I think that we've had such great guests this year. Mm -hmm. Um, In addition to those, I really loved, uh, I love talking to Naima Simone. I thought she was so, I still, I still think about how hard we were laughing after that conversation. (laughs) Like she was so wonderful. Yep. Um, I, I too would love to have like actors or, um, some other film critics on TV critics would be really, really cool. I don't know. We all have opinions, so maybe Mm -hmm. don't need more of those, but, um, yeah, it's just, I agree. I just want to kind of like reiterate the sentiment that you have of like, it's just been so wonderful and surprising to see the ones who have said yes to us and knowing that next year we're going to have some even greater Mm-hmm. We're just going to keep building off of that. Yeah, we're going to keep building. It's, joining us. it's going to be so much fun. It is time for our uh, goal conversation. Yeah. Since this, we had such good chats about what we have been enjoying this year and, mm-hmm. and the things that we recommend that you get for your friends and family. Um, we've got goals. We've got things that we've done this week that yes. we need to check in on. So Danielle, how are you with your goal from our previous episode? Yeah. So last time I had the weird goal. <laughs> of saying, I want to watch more TV. And I did. I'm very proud of myself. I love uh, all these. <laughs> this list is hefty. Yes. 
So I started watching Succession. My husband and I are enjoying it very much. Um, We are like pacing ourselves though, because we were, well, it's like, I found that I, it's hard to binge an hour long show now yeah. for some reason. So it is like, we only watch like one or two at a time, but that's, fine. that's probably good. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah. And this, the tone of that show is a lot. So, but yeah, we're, we're really enjoying it. The new season of Dickinson started. So I've been watching that and that I think the first three went up and now it comes out weekly. So, mm-hmm. so that gives me some breathing room. Same with call, call the midwife though. I, at this point is finished for this. There are only like six episodes and that comes on PBS. So that was really fun. Um, I watched only murders in the building. I'm pretty much, I think I'm going to just restart it because it was great. Um, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I really liked it. This is kind of random. I was on Amazon and for some reason, like prime video told me to watch Howard's end. And so I watched Howard's End. It's a mini, it was like a stars mini series yeah. a few years ago. It was really well done. Um, Haley Atwell and Matthew McFadden, that's funny, um, is in it as well. And so I really, and I really liked it. So then I was like, well, now I want to watch the movie with mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins and Emma Thompson. And that is on Netflix. So I've been just it's Howard's End all over the place. Uh, maybe I'll read the book now. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've been re-, re Ted Lasso. I like told myself I was like, oh yeah, Ted Lasso could be like my new background show. It cannot. No, um, I want to watch just, it. I know. So I've just been watching Ted Lasso, and then this is this is new to me. This has been on for years, but it's the show Queen Sugar, which is produced by Ava DuVernay. It's on. Mm-hmm. It was, or it's on OWN. I think there's one more season that's coming, and it really is wonderful it's, yeah it's like a, a soap show. opera um I mentioned this in like one of the like Facebook groups like someone had a thread that was like oh what are you watching or what are you binging and I was like I just started Queen Sugar why didn't anyone tell me about how great this <laughs> is and someone replied and was like Queen Sugar is what this is us could have been yes. <laughs> and I was like that's a perfect comparison I mean I'm only like halfway through the first season or no, I'm a little bit more than that. Cause I think there are 10 episode seasons or maybe a little bit more, but anyway, I was like, it does have a, this is us vibe, but it's kind of better. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, that's where I'm at. So yeah. So I've been watching a lot of TV. It's wild. Um, but it, it's kind of, yeah, it's been like my reward for when I was working through my past pages. And now that I'm working, when I've like done a good amount of work through my revision, I'm like, okay, I can watch something mm-hmm. um, and go from there. So it's been I fun. That. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so How cool. about you? What about journaling daily? So I have been very good. Thank you to my dear friend, Danielle, <laughs> for sending me an amazingly colorful uh, journal a day little, it was so funny too. Cause when I, when you were telling me about it, I was like panicking that it was just like a line, like one I little know. line, Yeah. but I love that. It's like a pretty, it's a pretty sizable paragraph mm-hmm. that I get to write. Um, yeah. and I love it. It's made it really easy. Some of them has just been like, not today. Like I yeah. remember like the week of readers and readers, it was just like, not today, right. but I wanted to get in a habit of doing it. And that's been awesome. And I really, yeah. yeah. So I've been keeping that up and I'm really proud of myself. Awesome. So what is your new goal? So my new goal this week is to, um, it's a kind of a throwback again. I want mm-hmm. to try to go and get, I'm, I'm really worried about my sleep right now. Okay. So I'm trying to get like seven to eight hours of sleep. So if I can go to bed by 10 and wake up by five 36, mm-hmm. that's the dream. Even if I just lay in bed and scroll when I wake up, right. I would just like to, yeah, go to bed by 10 is my goal like throwback, it. but, um, it's necessary right now. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is, this is kind of a big week though, to do this. I mean, mm-hmm. holiday week, you know, people are off work. You may yep. be visiting. So exactly. good luck. Good yeah. luck to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's your new goal this week? My new goal is to finalize my Christmas shopping lists. Um, nice. going off of what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like trying to be really thoughtful. I have lots of ideas and now I just need to like this is what people are getting and not change my mind. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. Hopefully, hopefully that happens. And hopefully I can do this before um, Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Small Business Saturday, all of that. This this next coming weekend is a really good time to actually do some shopping. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just don't go awesome. to Costco on a Saturday. Avoid it. No. Like, oh, no. Don't do it. <laughs> Never. 
especially this week. Oh my God. Yeah. Nothing like going to Costco <laughs> the weekend before Thanksgiving. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so now on to our, our favorite thing. Yes. Know. What is bringing you comfort this week? All right. So I just, when we were, we got our booster and Mm -hmm. I didn't want to move off the couch once I finally woke (laughs) up, um, from my, my slum, my slumber. Yeah. And I, Cliff and I watched the entire animated series of Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Yeah. And we start, cause I've never seen it before. It's one Mm -hmm. of his favorite shows. I've just never, it's never really been my jam. It was awesome. It was so good. Yeah. And, um, and, and it was really great because they're only 22 minutes long. Yeah. Really like chunk through them really quickly, mm-hmm. which was great. Uh, and then we started watching the new live action version of it on Netflix. We got yeah. like two or three episodes last night. I was, I huh? started, I think we did two. I was starting to drift. So I was mm-hmm. like, I need a little sleeper, but um, it's so, it's fun. It's really Good. a fun little show. I heard mixed reviews of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because I, it was so fresh having just watched the show, having yeah. watched the animated series and now getting to watch the live action, but I am loving cowboy bebop. Awesome. Yeah. I have I, I remember watching cowboy bebop like on adult swim or I think yeah, uh-huh. on adult swim and, and it was just, it was so wild and different than anything. And at that point, like, I think I had seen some anime. Yeah. Um, you know, and like not just Sailor Moon. Like I had yeah, Sailor Moon my, was like my, my own horizons. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yes, yeah, so I am I'm I don't know, like I can't decide. Like, am I gonna watch the new one or not? Like the it's very violent. I will say that yeah. it is very violent and very gory. I was mm. a little surprised by how yeah. violent the first two episodes were. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. 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 okay, good to know, good to know. Good to know. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah. What about you? What are your comforts? Yes. Okay. So I, I had, I teased this that I was going to talk about Harlequin romance novels. So here it is. I've been reading so many Harlequin holiday romance novels. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's the time it, I waited, you know, I, I have read other like kind of longer length um, romance novels, like the ones that I got kind of in the fall, but mm-hmm. these ones are are books that like I I was kind of holding on to because it is such a busy time. I knew that I could just like I can like read about half of one in literally half an hour. Right. <laughs> and then take a break, go do all of my crazy things and then come back and finish it. So it's like it's been like my morning reading, like when I'm on the treadmill mm-hmm. and I can read it then and then like before bed. Um so yeah, Love so it. I have a whole bunch. I've read, let me look at this list. I've read, so I have four I want to talk about. I've read two of them. So the first one I read was Moonlight Menorahs and Mistletoe by Wendy Warren. And it's about a young Jewish, not young, she's in her mid-30s, which is still so young. young. I yeah. mean. We're in our mid thirties. We're young, right? Yeah. I was like, I'm young. Don't tell my knees, but I'm young. <laughs> anyway, she's, it's a young Jewish woman. It's set in this really cute fictional Oregon town called holiday. Oh. Um, and, and so they, you know, because it's a small town, like they have a, they have a Hanukkah festival and I think they're going to have a Christmas festival and they have a fall festival. Like it's very, very cute, idealistic, like small town. Love it. Um, and it's about a woman and she, is kind of, she thinks she's in love with this other guy. Like she, the idea of this new guy in town and her cranky, she lives in a duplex and the guy who lives next door is her landlord. And he's also like the town doctor who everyone thinks is kind of cranky and mean, but he's actually like very nice. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's a little bit enemies to lovers and they both have some things they have to work through, of course. And it was really cute. I honestly, I read it in a couple of hours. It was really adorable. And then the next one that I have read is Christmas at the Chateau by Rochelle Ehlers. And it's set at a, they call it the Chateau, but it's really set. I think it's in like New Jersey or somewhere. And it's like this big family estate that these siblings have to, they're, they're um, like restoring and they're going to turn it into like a venue. And in this book, this is the second book in the series. And so the, the heroine is a chef and she's going to come be like the executive chef at the estate. And then, um, the hero is like the caretaker. Like he like lives on the premises and has always taken, his family has taken care of this estate in. And it, it's so far, it's really fun. Um, yeah, I'm not quite, I'm not a hundred percent finished with it, but I'm, I mean, I'm going to finish it probably when we get off of here. Um, <laughs> and it's very cute. It's really cute. Very much in Christmas, in the Christmas spirit. 
And then the next two is what he wants for Christmas by Brenda Jackson. You know, obviously Brenda Jackson is a legend. She's great. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Um, and I believe this is like a spin off of her long running Westmoreland series. So these are all about black cowboys. I mean, thank you. Um, (laughs) and then the final one, this will be my very first Harlequin medical romance. I have not delved in. This is like one of the lines I've never read and it's called Christmas miracle in Jamaica. And I believe it's like not doctors without borders, but they're like doctors who go to like these, I guess, Mm. amazing Caribbean countries and practice medicine. Doctoring. (laughs) Yes. And do doctoring. (laughs) So I'm excited, but I'm excited. I've never, I've never read a Harlequin medical. So I'm, I'm excited to read that. And then the other thing that's bringing me comfort are breakup albums. Mm-hmm. Um, now I want to say I'm not breaking up with anyone. I'm very happily married, mm-hmm. but I'm very excited about the riches we've gotten over the last couple of months. I mean, obviously it's 30 by Adele just came out. Yep. I will say it's not my favorite Adele album, but I still really liked it. Yep. Um, Taylor's version of red. I don't know. Can we all stop talking about where that red scarf is? No, <laughs> no. And never. then I also want to give a shout out to Casey Musgrave star crossed that had a little bit of like a blip because the country music awards, one of those country music awards decided it was too pop pop for, yeah. to be eligible, yeah. but I still think stupid. it's great. I, which I was like, you let Taylor Swift win entertainer of the year every year. And mm-hmm. she's a pop star now. So what's the deal? But, um, I really, I really love Casey Musgraves as well. So I yeah. love that. <laughs> so good. Just listening to sad lady sing at me. All uh-huh. day. <laughs> That's great. You know what? Nothing to me. I was, as you were listening, I was like, nothing screams November, like Adele, like Adele, in my opinion, Seriously, like really? she is synonymous with the month November in my head. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, this just, did you see the clip from not the Oprah special, like the Oprah, uh, like an, but the other one that's like, yeah, specific. it was like the in the UK. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, or I think it's ITV. But yeah. Anyway, it was ITV. The clip that's making the rounds is like Emma Thompson's like, who inspired you? Blah, blah, blah. And she like talks about this teacher mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, she's here. And she like, and then her teacher like comes up on stage. It was like every, I was like bawling my eyes. It was so nice. It was so, so nice. good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that one was, I thought that the American interview was so mm-hmm. boring. Like I was like, <laughs> Oh, like Adele, I you're not an interesting it. person, yeah. but that you are boring. And, uh, <laughs> seeing the clips from that performance, I was like, yes, that's the Adele we want. We want funny Adele. Yeah. We don't yeah. want like weird super serious yeah yeah, yeah. I mean it's work. Oprah she doesn't though, want to answer so. questions that's the thing is she's like mm-hmm. I'm fine it's like well why are you sitting down and having this interview then right <laughs> <It's> Megan said <laughs> things <laughs> oh my gosh well everyone this was our Thanksgiving episode of course we're grateful for all of you yes. for listening um yeah so as always you can follow us on social media at fresh fiction and i'm at d jackson books and i'm at real vixen yes um and then we are still we're working on our, our email our email had a little bit of a malfunction. i don't know what's going on with that. um so yeah so the best i mean follow us on social media and dm us and we'll go from there because we love hearing from all of you um please subscribe and follow and rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and we will be back in early december 